now. It's time for your reality check. And here's the reality coach himself, Mr. Nigel Booth. This is your weekly reality check here on Revolution Radio, and welcome to the show. And Glenn, welcome to the show to yourself, my friend. Thanks, How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Good weekend? Yeah, yeah, it's been a uh, weekend, good weekend, good week, yeah. Can't really remember what I've done now, it seems like so long ago. Right, but, right. You know, the usual stuff, been out playing disc golf, um, so getting me steps in. Okay, and why not? No, yeah. Amy's not been hit with another frisbee. No, thankfully. Excellent. She's uh, well and truly on the mend now and just easing back into it, really. But, okay. But yeah, it took us, took us out for a little while, that. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Big reality check. Absolutely. <laughs> reality well, check to the face. <laughs> welcome to the show, guys. Uh, and, and I hope that you've uh, you've been enjoying listening to the, the, the shows over the last sort of nearly 12 months. Mm. And we things are changing, but things are changing everywhere. You know, we have a, another prime minister. We have a, a new king. Mm. Um, things are changing in regards to uh, the, the finances. You know, we're just about to hit uh, winter and everybody is panicking all of us about how am I going to make ends meet etc etc and we've actually seen an increase in people reporting mental health issues for themselves mm. now in some respect if you're out there listening to the show today and you 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 sort of hear that terminology of mental health and it turns you off because it does have those connotations when people talk about mental health you know it's one of those sort of terminologies that that sort of has some negative connotations with Mm. it but today we are going to talk a little bit more about mental health we're going to talk about the changes that are coming and it's about putting things in place to enable us to sort of survive because I think that, you know, we've got the winter coming and I think that all of us just need to survive this coming winter. There's so much that is approaching. Mm. And of course, we've got uh, Christmas coming. It almost seems like it, it's flown by this year. Oh, yeah. And, oh. And how, how many weeks is it now to Christmas? Oh, I don't know. I don't count. No, no, I don't myself. But it's coming soon. So yeah. grab yourself a coffee and sit yourself like eight down. eight or nine, wasn't it? It's got to be eight or yeah. nine weeks. But grab yourself a coffee, grab yourself a cup of tea, sit yourself down and take a listen uh, whilst we explore mental health. So, well, I'm going to come over to you first uh, and, and sort of just ask the question for you. When you hear the terminology mental health, what does it mean to you? Um, so, yeah, to me, I kind of look at it as a it's a scale mm-hmm. um, and you have to. And, and personally, I kind of work out where on that scale I think I am at any one time. And that changes. It can change on a day to day basis. It can change on an hourly basis. I'm happy to say the majority of the time I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at the, the the higher end of the scale. I tend to be generally happy. I haven't always been like that. I've talked openly mm. on the show before about how I've gone through periods where I wasn't happy at all for prolonged periods of time you know um but i i I kind of i take on board what you've said a few times on the show about how um and i think this is the really important thing when you're talking to people about mental health is that we deal with it every day every day it's something to be dealt with every day it isn't something that we can just say yeah no i've dealt with that now my mental health sorted now and i'll keep checking in on it and you you can to an extent but it's it's it can the the speed at which you from you know one or two things can happen and you can just descend back into absolutely that that sort of situation um it is it is really important that we keep on top of it 
And I think what's really, really good these days is that more and more people are... I actually spoke to somebody on the train this morning. Mm. Um, I, was, I was heading into, into work and I was speaking to somebody on the train and, uh, and he, he was sat opposite me and looked really unhappy to the point of where I had to you know I said are you okay mm. uh, and he says no uh, I'm not he said I have a real terrible day one of the things that, um, that that he did say he says and even got to the point of where he got on the train at Birmingham and he said I bought a, a, a pack of cigarettes and, and just left them there on the counter got on the train oh, wow. you know you're on your mind gets yeah, so yeah, full you just can't focus The Reality Check with The Reality Coach Nigel Bowes we are talking about mental health and we're talking to you guys out there and saying, what is it like to have mental health? And we, we were just saying that, like, you know, we all have mental health. It's a little bit like our physical health. Mm. And if we can I think get- it's a lot like our physical health. Oh, it- and I think that's what we, that's the key, isn't it? That's what we need to work towards is having that same level of kind of emphasis placed on on physical health as mental health absolutely absolutely and it's 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 a bizarre one isn't it really because from a a physical point of view uh, from a physical health point of view Mm. you know most people you know um they they would would go to the gym and they would eat correctly they'd take their nutrients and their vitamins and 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 they're quite proactive about it and quite happy to actually uh, get advice from other people that are into physical health how do we do this how can Mm. we train that how can i increase my cardio or muscle mass or if I can decrease whatever it is and it almost seems that this connotation of just the way that you think and just the way that you feel and we would categorize that under the you know the sort of uh, the guise of mental health mm. um, why do we find it so difficult and again it is just that connotation of the word mental health but the moment that you actually just understand and replace that with this the way that you think and feel because if you're listening out there on the show right now, and, and I was to ask you a question, how do you feel right now? Right now, just take a quick snapshot of what is your mind saying. Um, we've talked on the show before about self-talk and how we talk to ourselves. But just take that snapshot of, are you happy? And it's it's it's, it's one of those questions, really, because you, most of the time people say, yeah, I'm okay. Mm. You know, and then obviously when we get into our kind of conversations, you know, we, we sort of say, okay, well, let's start being a bit honest. Yeah. And, and, and sort of talk, well, okay, maybe not today. Do you know one of the things that um, I identified a few years ago that I was doing and then I sort of thought about it and then and then had a bit of a course correction. And it was, you know, whenever anybody, you know, you're in work or whatever, someone rings you up and the first thing they always say is, how, you know, oh, how's it going? And um I noticed that my default reaction without thinking about it and without actually really putting much thought into it, it wasn't even relevant to how I was feeling on that particular day. You just say a response. And my response, and I've no, I now noticed this in other people when they say the same thing, was, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... And, and I kind of stood back and was like, why do I say that? Because even if I'm really happy, I'm like, yeah, not too bad. Yeah. And I think that's such a negative thing to say, you know, and it actually Absolutely. invites people to, to ask those questions. Well, why is it not too bad? Are you okay? Is yeah. there a, and it's like, oh, no, I'm fine. So now I've changed it to, you know, but so you can go too far the other way. I've had days where I've been like actually genuinely ill with something like yep. full of cold and lurgy and everything. Someone yep. goes, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're sniffing and coughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's reminding ourselves to be honest, I suppose, in those 
Well, again, you know, and I know that we talked a, a little bit about the, the rules of life that we use within the reality check as, mm. as a formal intervention. And honesty is the real first thing that we have to cover because what is the point in having any conversation, particularly about yourself, and you're not going to be honest? Yeah, definitely. You know, because, but that's what we do. That is, and I think it's almost like the subconscious, if you're not consciously aware, and may, and that's why we, we talk mm. about this, you know, you have to remind yourself to be aware of, be aware not just of what you're, of what you're saying, but what the meaning of that is. Yeah, Because yeah. If, if you're not, you will, like I did, just kind of go into this default autopilot setting where I was telling people things weren't too bad when yeah. they actually were quite good. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's right. So it's not always on the negative side, you know, but we've actually... Uh, started thankfully for people to see people actually describing themselves exactly as they think and mm. as they feel we are seeing that shift in people being able to sort of say well you know you've asked me my opinion so i'm going to tell you my opinion whereas for the, for the longest of times for most people that i've, I've spoken to uh, you know um uh, over recent years is that they don't talk about themselves no. and when people say are you all right they say yeah i'm okay yeah not really too well. bad yeah yeah it's a problem. and what we're going to try and do is we're going to try and get you out there today sitting drinking your tea your coffee driving in your car doing whatever we're going to get you to sort of be a little bit more honest the reality check with the reality coach nigel Bose. We're just talking about mental health today and we're trying to get into, you know, getting you out there to get a little bit more engaged with not just the show, but with yourselves. Mm -hmm. You were just saying there about you'd watch something in regards to neurons. Yeah, I was watching this video on uh, on YouTube and they were talking about basically, um, and I'm, I'm not a scientist, so I'll probably get all of these terms wrong, but I think it was neurons. Um, and they're kind of like little programs within us that mm -hmm. send signals to different parts of the body. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you might automatically think that individual neurons uh, have a specific job to do so this bit relates to your foot and this bit relates yeah, to your yeah. arm and what but it's not they're all actually completely interchangeable and can they do whatever's needed at, at that time and we don't know a huge amount about it. i think it's still you know brain studies a lot of it still remains a bit of a mystery but what this person was talking about was how you know like when you stub your toe mm -hmm. these neurons they send the signal of pain to your toe to be like there's pain there and it's a, it's a warning system it's mm. like don't do that again you're going to damage yourself you know yeah, that's yeah. what pain is ultimately isn't yeah. it? to prevent us from um, really injuring ourselves or having prolonged yeah, yeah. injury but they were then going on to say basically that these same neurons send similar signals in it's not just about physical pain it's about things the words that we say and they they fire up and they activate you know in 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 when we're talking about ourselves mm. our self-talk and when we're outwardly talking to other people and i thought that's really interesting because that shows how da damaging that could be if you're if you're saying the wrong words about yourself your body physically reacts of course to that in the same way that it physically reacts to an ex you know pain yep. from an external yep. force the stimulus for for us is amazing when you actually consider things like um from a real basic level mm. um when we are hungry you know uh, there's a chemical reaction in our tummy that will send a signal to our brain to say you need to eat mm. you know and and th th that's that's the very basics of, of of what you're talking about here but everything else it's spot on you know you think of something mm. you know uh, i think it was um uh, Pablo's dogs. Uh, you remember pa Pablo's dogs? Pa Pablo, yeah. The, um, and he managed to get a bell to ting. And when the bell ting, the dogs would salivate because they thought it was going classical to. Classical conditioning, um, wasn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, association. And 
uh, yeah, no, that that exists definitely in animals. I, I've got that with my cat. That um, it, I used to, whenever you open the tin of tuna, I'd give them like a bit of the tuna brine, um, and they love that. But then. Um, whenever I open any tin they'd come running it's and I'd actually have to yeah. show them be like look it's beans you don't yeah, like beans yeah, yeah. they're kind of skull oh, yes, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not tuna and they wander <laughs> off out of the right. kitchen in a half like and it kind of brings into in, in, into the sort of uh, the conversation of what do we do uh, almost automatically? Mm. You know, uh, just like our body automatically when we stub it, it gives a pain. Uh, and just like when we describe ourselves as something, that has an automatic reaction. We've talked about self-talk for, for on many occasions, mm. you know, and it's something that we sort of take through most of our programs. Um, but the way that you describe yourself and, and the way that to actually identify this is first and foremost, Almost. I think most people that aren't really that aware of how they describe themselves, mm. because it's something that we don't talk about. It's something that we don't sort of openly say, you know, I, I think I'm this. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this because yeah. you set me this exercise to do. Right. When well, we started working together. Okay. It? It so the I am exercise. There we go. You see. So when you tell people about the I am exercise that you did then. Yeah. So um, I was uh, you, you'd asked me to put together. Um, I think it was like five to ten words on mm. a piece of paper but to write in on, on the top of a piece of paper I am and then um, it was to make it a bit kind of I did some doodles around mm -hmm. it and some pictures and little things to kind of make it a bit special I suppose yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember the exact reason for doing that but I, I remember doing that and then writing down um, words that I would use to describe myself. Get in touch with the reality coach and be part of the reality check. Email Nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk don't forget, guys, if you want to get in touch with us and you want to become part of the show, just drop us an email. The email address is really, really simple to remember. It's nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk. I'll say that one more time. It's nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk. Get in touch. Drop us your thoughts. Drop us if there's anything that you want us to talk about. More than happy to explore. And certainly, if you want to come on the show and share your story and present something that is going to help other people, by all means, get in touch. So going back to uh, your, this exercise of mm. how we and everybody out there can really start to be identifying. So who am I really and what do I really want to do? The I am exercise is something that uh, it's, it's, it's not uh, something that, that I've made up. Uh, it's not something that I created. It's something that I, I have utilized and used from, from lots of other people. But the concept of it is, is the way that we describe ourselves has a direct impact on how we represent ourselves and how we respond to things. And that comes back down to the self-talk cycle. But a very simple exercise to do, and you can do it out there right now, guys. If you've got a piece of paper or a pen or even in your head. Or on your phone, notes in your phone. Absolutely. Just write down, I am. And then you just need to write a comma. And then you just need to have a thought. And you really need to think about, <clears throat> excuse me. You really need to think about you as a genuine individual. Who are you? Not the one that we sometimes present out there that isn't really us. Mm. Not the one that when we ask, are you okay? And you say, not too bad. Yeah. You know, we're actually looking at your real honesty now this is difficult mm. this is difficult for most of yeah, us yeah i found this difficult yeah, yeah and i also found that looking back 
revisiting what I'd written was interesting as well mm. because you're kind of like you're then questioning those words that's right and, uh, yeah. well I think it's it's like because when I do this exercise and whether this is within the groups that we run on a one-to-one basis um, I always used my old self-talk and when I was young and you mm. know uh, I knew I was different from you know my buddies I couldn't read and write and they could etc etc and my teacher told me that I was thick and that was I am thick and the moment that I started to use I am thick um, that's the, the, the connotations we were talking earlier on the show the connotations with the, the terminology mental health mm. and what that has on us and how that restricts us from being able to explore it deeper exactly the same with when you've got an internal description of yourself as I am thick because the moment that you say that I am thick we have something that is imprinted onto our, what we call our self image mm. and our self image is just a, a, a picture format of the way that we describe ourselves which is then stored in this sort of psychological filing cabinet that only gets pulled out when we come across a particular situation that is requiring that response so yeah. for example um, using the I am thick uh, uh, description of me if if, uh, if there was something that I was asked to do, whether that was to, to read a letter or, or to, to write something, my my behavior department would go back to my self-image and say, how would Nigel deal with this? And it would just look in my psychological filing cabinet and it would pull out the most dominant file that came from the most dominant way that I actually described myself. And he said, Nigel's thick. Mm. So um, what we'd call like a self-limiting belief, isn't it? Really? Uh, it, it certainly is. You know, we all have self-limiting beliefs, self-limiting thoughts. Mm. But then what happens with the moment that our, our, our self-image goes back to our behavior department and tells our behavior department without any, dis, you know, a discussion or argument, there's not this internal narrative that we have in, in our thought. It's just a case of this is how you are. Just a little bit like whether you have uh, sugar in your tea or whether you don't drink tea or whatever mm. it is. We don't even think about it really we just kind of know it and it just becomes part of that uh, response in life but the moment that like you know i accept that i am thick and then i you know my behavior goes out and i am thick i don't read and then i become quite aggressive with it when people try to get me to to, to read and then it goes back to myself to also say you're right you are thick so mm. the interesting thing is here, just before we take a break, what I want you guys out there to be doing is to, is to see if you can find two or three, or maybe four or five words that really describe you honestly. Honestly, you know, and, and the words that I use to describe myself now, and I don't need anybody to tell me that's true or not, because it's my opinion. Um, <clears throat> it's nice to know that somebody is going to, to rectify it if it's wrong, but I am kind. Mm. I am positive. I am happy. This is your reality coach and this is your reality check. And we're just talking about mental health. And, and what we're talking about here is, is an exercise that we're trying to get you to do, which is to start that process of, 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 of self-analysis and, and that process of saying, okay, enough is enough. I want to try and figure out who it is that I am. I want to stop reacting to life and I want to start to respond to life. Now, the difference between a reaction and a response is very simple. It's just a thought. Hmm. You know, so when our behavior department goes back and asks our self-image, you know, what does Nigel do now? And it comes back and it says Nigel's thick. That's where we need to be able to have some sort of barrier. We need to have an affirmation. We need to hmm. get rid of that self-limiting belief that you were talking about. But before the break, what we got you guys out there to do is to come up with two, three, four or five words that would genuinely describe you. Not somebody that, that, that you know, you're, you're, you're wanting to be. And I'm just talking about the real authentic. Remove all of those barriers. Remove all of those experiences. Remove all of that negativeness. And think about who you are authentically. Genuinely you. The intent that you are. 
And then when you turn around and sort of say, I am kind. Because mm. most people are kind. It's just that we have this reaction to life. That, so it seems that we've, we've got to be defensive against everything. Yeah. You know, um, I am happy. You know, I, I actually, I'm inspired. Mm. I get inspired by the most silliest of things. I look around and I think, wow. Now, a lot of people would, you know, would sort of say, and they do say, that you must have a brill life. Nothing ever goes wrong. You're always positive. You're always happy. And I have to stop them and say, look, my life is exactly the same as yours. Mm. You know, and I know yourself personally that you know a lot about me. You know, I had a huge dip last October, huge dip. And my mental health was not good whatsoever. Um, and it was OK. I went off and I sought help and, and got it back on track. And it's cool. So what I want you to do out there, guys, is, is I think the first thing is, is making that decision that enough is enough and actually I'm going to start to sort of deal with this mm. and because one of the things that I've also noticed that you know we talk about people talking about mental health all the time and you know it's 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 better now we can talk about it but the reality of that when you are actually talking to somebody like your partner your wife your husband your friends or what it ain't easy to start that conversation no. to say actually can I talk yeah. I want to talk about how I feel and how I think. And sometimes it is difficult when there are those emotional involvements. So it is, uh, you know, somebody that you like or that you, one of your partners or, or whoever it is. But it is about making sure that you can start that process with yourself first and foremost so that you can actually start thinking about. So, so who are you really? What do you really think? What do you really feel? And most importantly, what is it that you want to change? Mm. And this is where, you know, we, we talked about the rules of life and we're going to keep on talking about the rules of life. Honesty is one of those rules. And, you know, um, and being honest with you guys, you've got to start talking about you positively and from an ambitious point of view. I think as well, some of the things that you've touched on there, um, and I was just thinking there while you were speaking that, that I think one of the most important things about checking in, even when you're good, in a good place, um, it's building the tools and mechanisms to be able to check in and see how you're doing. Absolutely. And if you don't do that when you're a, a, a high or if you're happy, then you won't be able to notice the signs that anything's wrong Absolutely. until it's yeah. too late and you're yeah. already like, oh, I've really got a big problem to deal yeah. with now. Whereas you can, you know, if you're constantly checking in, asking these questions. Well, give yourself, give yourself uh, the, the, the opportunity. Do the morning mantra. Nothing and no one will spoil my day today. Mm. Listen, we're rapidly coming to the end of the show yet again. Listen, you're going to get in touch. Don't forget, easy to do. It's Nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk and we will see you next Wednesday. No, we won't. No, we'll see you next, next Thursday. Thursday. See it going again. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Get in touch with The Reality Coach and be part of The Reality Check. Email nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk Thanks for listening. Until next time.